welcome. Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, and you are an important part of our EWTN family. And we are so delighted that you've welcomed us into your home. We would love to hear from you. So today we're taking your comments and your questions. You can email us at jimandjoy at EWTN.com and check us out on Facebook. So yes. I know that so many of you are preparing. This is the Monday of the week of Thanksgiving. Thursday coming. Right, yeah. and here we are. So as we near Thanksgiving, what are you especially grateful for this year? I thought it was a great question. And um, we had so many wonderful yeah. responses. Um, people were even, there were highs and lows, and but people were being grateful and thankful even for their sufferings and their joys and everything that they were experiencing. So it, it was a great question and we're gonna get to all those beautiful responses in a minute. One of the key things that we're grateful for are weddings. Couples coming together, Robert Bush's wedding was November 4th and uh, we give thanks and praise for his life, married Laura Fuchs. Right, now Robert Bush, for those of you who don't know, is our new okay. reporter, no, right? our, our producer. new producer. <laughs> and so, um, and we're excited, and so he's a newbie yeah. married, and his beautiful uh, wife, Laura. He did ask me to do a reading, so that's, that and was you a did that. very honor to do that. Mm -hmm. They honeymooned a big island of Hawaii, honeymoon big island of Hawaii. Uh, Robert is a veteran sergeant in the Marines, so we give thanks for his service to our country. It's just just beautiful to see young people getting married who freely give themselves faithfully, fully, fruitfully. Um, so it's, it's just really, really huge. And uh, also we had uh, our audio technician production assistant yeah. whose name is Bradley Knuckles and the Women of Grace producer. This was a marriage made at EWTN, yeah. Veronica Arndt. And they were also married on November yeah. 4th. So there were like two weddings going yeah. on. Yeah. And then one of our other floor directors, India, India got married Matthew. with Matthew. Yeah, we just started off with Robert and then we said, well, here's somebody else who got married. Here's Everybody was getting, it's kind of like love is in the air yeah. and it's so exciting. But you know, we give thanks for that yes. because the truth of the matter is young people are not getting married. Mm -hmm. And even within the church, sacramental marriages are down dramatically. But when you catch the vision, when you really understand uh, how you are in your marriage modeling the love of Jesus Christ for the bride, the church, and hopefully if God blesses, they will have children and then they'll model the Trinity in a most special way because mm -hmm. the Trinity is a family. That's what really helped me to understand what the Trinity was about mm -hmm. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, all unique yet divine and together. So we give thanks and praise for these marriages. Well, God bless and, them. And you know, it's so beautiful in a, the culture of death that is out there that is selfish, that is prayerless, and you see these young couples full of hope, full of joy, um, who choose to be selfless and prayerful. And who are doing the exact opposite of what the world's telling them to do. And are not Getting afraid, married in the church, right? Not, not afraid to be committed and, and not devoted. Afraid, yeah. Right. And they want to live their Catholic faith. So they're saying, with God's help, we could do this. As we have celebrated, we're f married 46 years. We know without a shadow of a doubt, with God's help, we have endured, we have, we have just thrived, and we have done marriage only because Jesus is in this beautiful so marriage. So today, all day, we want to hear about 
gratefulness, thanksgiving, your preparations for Thanksgiving coming up on Thursday as we near Thanksgiving. What are you especially grateful for this year? We'll be right back. Plenty more to come. Don't go away. back. Well, remember that today we're taking your comments and your questions on our show. So you can send us an email to jimandjoy at EWTN.com and check us out on Facebook. Well, as we're preparing for Thanksgiving, I did want to put this idea out for you. But first, I'm going to ask this question. As we near Thanksgiving, what are you especially grateful for this year? That's the question. That's We'd love to hear from you. But one of the things that we do that's a tradition at our house is we call it the pumpkin game. And what we do with this pumpkin is it's just a foam pumpkin and I cut it out and we put questions on the inside. We used to make up our own questions, but then games started coming well, we out. We have to stop that too because I read some of the questions. One of the questions was, please share the worst sin you ever committed. Right. So we, we, we got to put in by grandchildren, <laughs> right? They want to know the best and worst about you, yeah. which I think we pretty yeah, okay. are pretty transparent and tell them the best and the worst about us anyway. But so I just want to give you an example of some questions. The deal is we take the pumpkin out. We're all around the table. There are no phones at Nona and Babo's house <laughs> on Thanksgiving. And we talk face to face. We're having conversations. We want to have an encounter. We want to engage each other. A question might be this. As you were growing up, what was unique about your family as compared to other families in your neighborhood or the, your families yeah. or friends? That could go lots of crazy ways. <laughs> um, my mother and father clearly did not understand what was co considered cool when, he, when they bought me this. And then you get to tell that story. So it's just ways to learn yeah. about each other yeah. and maybe conversations. I mean, I think of, I would just love to sit and talk with my grandparents right now and learn who they were and what they, you know. Well, we've got the grandparents. Yes. And we've got our children. Then we have the grandchildren. Hopefully soon we'll have great-grandchildren. Uh, and, you know, some of it's really light with people sharing it, and you just kind of laugh. And then somebody here or there says something really profound and deep and transparent for right. real. It may right. be a child, it may be somebody else. And it's a, it's a showstopper. Mm -hmm. But when are we going to be back together again as a family? We have 22 people that are there at, at this one right. and, and have that time to share. Some of us might not be back at the table ever again. You know, right. it's, it's like, and to have that time for us, that's a big part of what Thanksgiving gratitude is all about. To look at that person sharing their heart or, or saying something light and funny and, and to make that memory. So it's just a thought of a game that you could play. And you can make it up just by tearing a sheet of paper, putting it in a bowl and everybody going around doing it that way. Yeah. So we have on the phone now Celine and Celine's going to respond to our question of the day. Um, as we near Thanksgiving, what are you especially grateful for this year? Celine, you're at home with Jim and Joy. Go right ahead. Huh. Hi, Jim and Joy. Thanks for having me. Uh, yes, this year I'm, I'm so grateful uh, for my 29-year-old 20, daughter's uh, recent coming back to the Catholic faith. Uh, it all took place within six months. It, it started when she moved out of state uh, for a job halfway across the country six months ago, and next door to her job, she could hear the church bells ringing every mm. day. 
And then one day, out of the blue, she went next door and talked to the woman at the office. And when they told her it was a Catholic church, I'm going to cry, she started to cry. And she couldn't believe it was there the whole time. You know, it just Mm. just touched her. And uh, I told her Jesus was calling her home every day when when those bells rang. And uh, since then, she's went to confession and attends weekly Sunday Mass. And I I praise God for all of it. Uh, It's a true miracle. Uh, because she went from New Age thinking to becoming a practicing Catholic. Uh, she's actually helping me, you know, with my faith journey. And I'm, I'm praying she inspires my other children, you know, to do the yeah. same. And just, and just to add, she, she had an unplanned pregnancy seven years ago. And I believe her yes to life at that time was also a yes to God, which mm. allowed him into her heart. Mm-hmm. And our granddaughter, uh, her daughter is a, is a true blessing in more yeah. ways than one. And you can just see God's hand at work, you know, with yes. all this. Uh, my favorite verse, Romans 8 to 8, uh, you know, it says, we know that in all things God works for the good. Mm. And, you know, I'll end with if there's any parents out there with children yes. who have wandered from the faith, always keep praying, never lose hope. God is listening. Celine, beautiful. Thank, Thank you so much you. for sharing with us. So, so much there. Yes. And, you know, the, the bells in the church, the, the sanctus bells, the holy bells, or bells coming out of a church, they really become sacramental. Yes. So it's an outward invisible sign or sense, but God decides I'm going to land on that and use that, and the bells become the voice of God. Yes. The voice of God calling you to, to come. Come come to me. Come yes. back home to me. Mm-hmm. So, Celine, that was just so very very encouraging and I'm sure she's prayed maybe for years Mm -hmm. that her daughter would renew her faith, renew her Catholicity and this has happened so the rest of us out there be encouraged. That's wonderful and now we have Lainey on the phone. Lainey, welcome to At Home with Jim and Joy. Your comments and something that you are grateful for. Yes, thank you Joy. I just wanted to give God all the praise and glory and thanksgiving this year because um, recently we had our two oldest sons got married in October to two lovely young ladies um, who are now our daughters, but they just happened to get married to two sisters. So we <laughs> had incredible. two brothers marry two sisters two weeks apart. So it was a whirlwind, but a yeah. complete joy. Mm. And what a beautiful witness, especially in this day and age um, to this culture to all of their friends, right, um, yeah. to say marriage is good. Marriage is God's plan to transform yeah. the world. Absolutely. And we were so, it was so beautiful just to watch how God orchestrated the entire thing from beginning to end. Mm. You know, we had always you know, prayed for our children's vocations, yes. our future spouses. They had prayed for their own. They had learned from a young age just to pray for God's will and for, for him to bring whoever into their lives and just... Um, we just surrendered that and kind of got out of the way and to see how God, we had noticed even um, last year, right before they met the, or got to know the girls again, they had known that we had known their families through the years, but um, it was last year, Gary and I, my husband, we really noticed that the boys seemed to have a reversion, just a real deepening mm-hmm. and maturity in their faith. And we could yes. see a real change in them. And it was right after that, that the Lord brought these girls back into their lives and um, they did it they did it the right way. They went to their father and they asked for um, permission to court the daughters. Um, the father gave their blessing. They did a, a um, in the church right after at their parish they had a betrothal ceremony 
Mm-hmm. And they had a beautiful, you know, just time of engagement. And they planned a beautiful sacramental marriage. And they just mm-hmm. did it the right way. And mm-hmm. we had so many people after the wedding come up to us and say, what a witness. We had never seen. We'd never been to such a beautiful sacramental wedding. Mm. And um, it was like a foretaste of heaven. So we had yes. a lot of people really share that with us. Um, and we're just so grateful to, to, to see God. He, he goes above and beyond what we could have ever, mm. we couldn't have handpicked a better you know, addition to our family. So we're just so grateful this year. Thank you for this sharing. The church needs this witness. The church needs to see this happening. As we've said, unfortunately, marriage is out of vogue, generally in the population. Marriage is out of vogue in the church in in terms of young Mm -hmm. people choosing to be married. Sacramental marriages are down dramatically. And here we have, today's like marriage day, right? We said three couples here. But this is the hope right? This is the hope for our future. This is the hope for our church is that we would get married, we would be fruitful, and we would multiply. Mm. And I mean, it is life, marriage, and family that is going to make a difference. And sometimes when it's the darkest moment and you think, God, God isn't even on my orbit. He's not even on my radar screen. He's not hearing my prayers. Um, nothing is happening. You think mm-hmm. of that beautiful woman who called in Celine yeah. to say to all of us out there, if you're parents or grandparents, don't stop praying for your children. God, it, it's not the end of the story. Be hopeful, be prayerful, yeah. be faith-filled. Believe that God is working out a greater good, even in Celine's daughter's life. It was the church bells echoing in the land. Are we are we hearing? Thank, thank are we listening? Right? I mean, if uh, we found that when we went to Rome, it was so beautiful. The bells just kept ringing and ringing and ringing. Yeah. We were Protestants right. at that time yeah. when we first went, and I was like, I was being drawn and called. Yeah. If you're a Catholic church and you have church bells, ring them. Ring them. And call the world home. Call the wayward Catholics home and be ready. I can remember when we went to Rome, it, it was, a, I don't know if it was the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. And so they were ringing all these bells in the evening. And I said, Joy, what, what, what's going on? I said, it's raining bells. Mm. It's raining bells. Mm. And it was the voice of God coming down. And for me, who was serving as an Episcopal priest, but I was baptized and confirmed Catholic, for me, it called me back home yes. to the Lord. And for you... You became a, a revert, and I really do believe God used it sacramentally, that his voice was in those bells calling us. Well, we have another comment. It says, after being told so many times I needed to get my affairs in order because probably won't make it through. I probably Yet I probably wouldn't make it through. Yet with many beautiful prayers being said for me and several times, I received the blessings for the sick. I sit here alive and regaining my muscle mass. This is the longest I have been home feeling decent this whole year. I have so much to be thankful for this Thanksgiving day. God is so good and loving. And this is from Anastasia on Facebook. And we had so such an outpouring of gratitude where people, and you know, and that reveals our hearts. Are we grateful? What are you grateful for? Are you just always moaning and complaining <laughs> for all the things that are wrong? You know, there's always going to be something wrong, but we have to keep our eyes on Jesus yeah. and say, Lord, the sunrise this morning, yeah. right? I said to you, Jim, look at the sky. We were yeah. up very early yeah. and the sky, the sun was rising before the sun rose. Everything turned pink. 
it was so beautiful in the sky, and then it got red and gold. Yeah. It was it was beautiful. Well, we need to be, <clears throat> isn't it? The, the ten lepers and the Lord healed them, and only one came back. And Jesus said, "Where where are the rest of them? Mm. This this person's coming back, saying thank you, Lord." I want to speak a special word to those of you who have sick and ill loved ones, and they they didn't make it. They didn't come home. And we lost so many friends in this year. Like, mm -hmm. it's incredible. Um, and we always pray for those left behind, for those spouses. And we're, we're, we're thinking of you. We're praying for you. And we pray for those souls that we love and that we see no more. And that hopefully we can get to the point that says, you know, like that saying says, uh, don't be sad that it's over. And, of course, you need to be sad and you need to grieve. But be glad that it ever happened. You know, mm -hmm. I just say... I'm so glad that I happened to meet you and that I spent these years with you uh, of my life. And even if you slay me, Lord, I'm gonna love you. Mm -hmm. I bless you, I praise you, I don't get this whole thing. And so we united with you at this time, giving thanks and praise for all of your loved ones. And so we're gonna take a break at this point and we'll be right back, plenty more to come. Please don't go away. Welcome back. Well, thank you so much for all of your comments today and for your phone calls. We always love to hear from you. Before we wrap up today's show, we're going to go to Rome to check in with beautiful Joan Lewis, who has some really important news for us. Joan, what's the latest news from Rome this weekend? Well, greetings from the Eternal City. You know, and as you know, yesterday was Sunday, November 19th, and it was the seventh World Day of the Poor and the Vatican celebrated in a wonderful way, offering nourishment for both body and soul. Now, Pope Francis said Mass in St. Peter's Basilica. That was followed by the Angelus, right behind me in, in St. Peter's Square. And then after that, he offered lunch for 1,200 of Rome's poor in the Paul VI Hall. So it was really quite, quite an amazing day. Now, in his homily at Mass, the Holy Father talked about Jesus' earthly life, saying everything he had, he received from the Father. Yet he didn't keep it for himself, he lived for us. And then the Holy Father said this about the journey of our lives, our earthly journey. He said, we are called to multiply the wealth we have been given, to make our lives an offering of love for the sake of others, even if we choose to bury that treasure, as the Gospel noted. He said, we have received from the Lord the gift of his love, the balm of his mercy, the compassion with which he tended our souls and our wounds, the flame of the spirit by which he filled us with hope and joy. And he said, all these are treasures we cannot keep to ourselves. And maybe someday, if we do this, we will hear the words of yesterday's gospel. Very well done, good and faithful service. Very well done, good and faithful servant. Welcome to the joy of your master. Now, after the angels, as I said, the Pope offered lunch to 1,200 of Rome's poor and homeless in the Paul VI Hall. Now, this was a very elegant setting, elegantly set tables, 
and there were flowers, yellow and white flowers, Vatican colors on each table. And this was a, a very warm, welcoming love for those people who normally spend their days on the, um, on the streets of Rome. Now, interestingly enough, the Dicastery for Charity prepared the event, but it was the Hilton, <clears throat> excuse me, it was the Hilton Hotels who offered the meals. And they were very careful to prepare them so that people of different religious faiths could eat of what they were able to eat. So a very celebrative, memorable day for everyone. And of course, this is done every year for the poor on the annual World Day of the Poor. So on that note, back to you. Thank you so much, Joan, for that report and love your emphasis and the Holy Father's emphasis on the poor and on the needy. We need to keep them in special mind and service as we come up on Thanksgiving this Thursday. Maybe you, your family can serve in some way, some capacity. Maybe you can visit the sick, the shut-in. Um, so let us give thanks this Thanksgiving coming up on Thursday. Let us give thanks to God. Let us give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because he's given Jesus Christ his son. Join us next time for a conversation with Dr. Bob Schutz, who will be discussing how to heal wounds and restore passion and communion in your marriage. He'll be touching on his book, Be Devoted. Let us be devoted to the one who gives every good gift from above, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the Holy Trinity. God bless you. God bless all of your loved ones. Keep it on EWTN. Bye now.